What's up, everybody? Good evening. You're uh, tuned in on August 20th, 2018, episode five, titled Real Friends. I got my man P. Floyd in the building. How you doing, P. Floyd? Yo, yo, yo. It's actually a.k.a. Mr. Abs, B.k.a. then known as Pretty Floyd. Oh my What's damn good? God! What's going on, buddy boy? This is ridiculous. You already, you already starting. Here we go. I also got my man uh, Ken Esquire, online presence in the building. How you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. What's up, everybody? Pete Rob in the house. Esquire. We got Esquire. a. We 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 got we got a couple things lined up in store for today. Um, I got a full I got a full class in session, but um, today, fellas, I think we're gonna discuss the topic of um real friends. Um, which can go many different directions, of course, but, yes, yes. Um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of different things that, uh, is interesting about this concept, but I, I figure we could kind of start it off and just kind of dive in a little bit of, uh, some of the top qualities, um, of, of, of a true friend, of a good friend, of a great friend. And then we'll see if we can go down the path of, um, talking about some other juicy topics like friends with benefits. And if it's possible to, uh, have a strictly platonic relationship with a very voluptuous woman. So, um, with no further ado, um, shit. Who wants to go first? Because this is something that's been on my mind. Ken Esquire, I'll take I'll take first. That okay, guy. okay. You go so dive first, in. I want to shout out. These are my brothers right here. So you guys definitely fall into this category. But if I was looking for a new group of friends, or the things I would look for in a, you know, the three top qualities, I would definitely go with these. And uh, these are in order, by the way. Order of what? Order of importance? Order of, order of importance. Okay. okay. Order of importance okay. and order of which I look for new friends that I'm trying to have that potentially can be lifelong friends. So I'm going to go with things in common. I mean, mm. how am I even going to meet you? How are we going to be in the same circle for us to even be around each other for uh, a, long, a long period of time that we can actually get to know each other? It would definitely have to be some things in common, like say we like basketball, football. The same right. type of girls, right? Like clubbing, <clears throat> raving out. You know, right. it has to be something that we all have in common. And then two, I'm gonna go with trust. I mean, that, oh yeah, the rapport and trust comes over time, but you got to go through some things with the people that you now call your boys, your brothers, because that you you know you they got your back and you have theirs through thick and thin, and that 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 builds that bond that's lifelong. So definitely trust. And then lastly one that gets overlooked and sometimes gets pushed away because life happens goals Ooh. so i mean if you guys don't have the good point yeah he took it on an ambitious route a little bit like, think about it what holds you together over time is if you have that same common goal you push each other and sometimes that dissipates over time because you can't really life happens we get older kids uh career choices hell all kinds of things. And when that happens is your goals deviate from where you guys all were, but the common goal to all be successful, if that's what it was, will always bring you back and always put you on the same path. So those three things are the most important things to me when it comes to having real friends. Damn. That, and that's, that's pretty deep. Yeah. I mean, that's quite, that's, 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 I, I actually kind of have those same, those same, you know, um, kind of goals, not goals, but um, same characteristics as far as in what I look for for as well, considering that, 
you know, you and I have been friends for over 25 years. Uh, Damn, you know, y'all old, man. Y'all making me feel like we have, we're fresh over here, rejuvenated a little bit. Still sexy, though. You know, I used to push him <laughs> around the basketball court, you know, just see how, see how he was. And we, we, we gelled, I mean, because we had common interests. Right. Um, another thing I also uh, think is a good quality uh, for a friend is someone that actually has your back because you have to have someone in your corner. You're not going to always be in the winning circle. So if you have someone that's in your corner that always has your best interests, sometimes your mind could be cloudy. And if that you have that other person that can, you know, kind of walk you through it, if you're stumbling, then, you know, that's a that's a crutch that you can lean on. Right. I agree. So would you say just just really quick before you get to your third one foot, um, would you say that having your back or um, in it for your best interest, is that different from trust? Because that I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand. But are you saying that they're two different uh, aspects of, of, of the value? Well, you can trust that someone has your best interest, but they may not have your back. Mm. Mm. Damn, that's profound. <laughs> so you're, you're it's okay that's that's fair though because at the end of the day someone someone could you know have have you know have have your back so to speak um but not necessarily be looked all the time and and consistently is what you're saying yes they might just, okay they might let me give you it. an example too there you go is let's say for instance you know you're young you want to go cut up right you have your buddy that's gonna be backing you up to go do some dirt instead of saying hey you know what maybe we shouldn't go do this dirt <laughs> right if he has I'm with you so far. he's I'm gonna you go so and help you do this dirt because he has your back but he can also have your back and try to talk you out of it saying hey you know what maybe that's not right mm. so you know it, that's why i say he can have your best interests or he can you know have your best interests and have your back but it depends on what type of interest it is Right. So, yeah, definitely. So it sounds like you're saying from what I'm getting out of your perspective is that that's a really good example, actually. <laughs> you could be like, hey, it was I. <laughs> like, you have to go out, let's go do this and say you guys got class in the morning and basketball practice. It's not probably a good look. It's not probably a good look. <laughs> you're not going to make it to both and be functional. But you go anyway because that's your boy. Yeah. From the Ruta to the Tuta, if you don't get no bigger. And then you can, you're, you're saying is having your best interest would be like, hey, the, the, he has the, the fortitude to oppose mm. and say, hey, you know we shouldn't do this, bro. Let's just, let's just, just pop in the Madden. Right. Let me give you this L. Yep. Right. Let me go get some T-Bell. Right. Yes. The, an- right, the, right. An- the angel on the shoulder, so to yeah, speak. That's, that's, yes. That's older. Okay. Okay. Floyd, what's, what's your third one? What's your third then, or your and, second one? And then in t- integrity, integrity is big as well. I mean, that's, that's also another one that's overlooked um, is having some, some integrity. I mean, that's in this day and age, it's hard to, it's hard to find people with, with integrity. Uh, you know, a lot of people can have the best interest, what they think is the best interest, but you know, the integrity is challenged. Once that integrity is challenged, then it's kind of like, okay, um, I got to make a decision now. How much do I really like this person? Right. Damn. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because if they have, the, they have, the, if they are just out there, just just doodle daddling and hoo haing and, and and ain't caring about what type of position they put in themselves in, then then shit. 
why the hell would you want to put yourself around them or around that? Exactly. That's that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. Okay. Wow, y'all dropping dropping the weights early. Dropping the weights <laughs> early. Um, I like that. Um, I, I agree with 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 all of, with with all of those actually. Um, and and for the record, I mean, um, I've I've had a, actually a wide. I think we all have had a wide array of uh, of different type of of, of friends. Um, mm-hmm. from elementary all the way to to, to us being uh, adults now. Um, and I would say <clears throat> one of my top ones is is probably longevity mm-hmm. um and that's that one that one you really you learn early but um consistency is what creates the longevity mm-hmm. um so i guess consistency could be the one with longevity kind of being the, the supporting one because what i notice is over the course of time we grow apart from each other people are, are very individualized nowadays and you know social media is a beast and it kind of deters people so um, being there all the time and being able to, uh, you know, whether it's a phone call or a text, email, a, a random encounter, having someone there all the time that you know you can rely on, um, whether you're five years old or 45 years old, is a big deal. Yes. Um, and, it's, and it's rare. And it's rare. It's very rare. And, and just to, and that's why I think what, what uh, Esquire said as far as in, you know, being able to relate um, and being kind of compatible with each other plays a huge factor. I mean, me and Esfar don't hang out. We, we, we can go two years without seeing each other, but yet we're still involved with each other's lives. And we can right. get on to some type of, you know, fantasy football or some type of group text or, you know, anything to kind of, you know, keep, keep the relationship still going. You know, it's, right. a, it's, a, it's you know, kind of like just staying, if, if you have things, you know, I mean, because we're both sports guys, right? So we have that common interest. We both like to talk. We like to talk mess. You know, we like to, you know, you know, kind of bag on each other and bag on friends and stuff. You know, it's that's it's because you guys both. That's because you guys both are under five three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Yeah right. <laughs> hey, for the record, I'm five eleven. <laughs> hey, I'm five nine. I don't even care. <laughs> you you lie, you lie out there right and, now. And Esquire, and Esquire, you, you five eight. <laughs> you ain't an inch over five seven, boy. Look, Esquire only five eight. Talking about he five eleven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, hey, that's what it says on the documents, man. But look, I think that brings a good. That, that, honestly, that brings a good segue to my second one. And for mine, they're not in no particular order. My second one is honesty. Um, I think honesty these days has many different faces, but it's, it's, it's bulletproof. Um, if I, if someone, if someone asked me something, um, you know, Ty, did you, uh, did you deliver that mail? Like I told you to last night or, or yesterday, like I asked you to, if I say I didn't, that's, that's the truth. But if I say, yes, I did. I don't want to have to be questioned on the second or third time. Are you sure? Yeah. Which one you go to? What time did you go? Let me see. You know, I don't. My my yes is my yes, and my no is my no. I mean, things can be. I'm not saying don't challenge. You know, don't challenge certain things, but pick your battles right. But I think honesty is something that uh, gets underappreciated, and at times can also get taken for granted. Um, a lot of people will abuse honesty when someone's being, you know, too honest, or um, you know, they're they're willing to to actually be quote unquote um, vulnerable and 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 show kind of that that side that no one gets to see often and be honest, sometimes that can work against the individual and it can create, uh, you know, it can create some, some, some stigma. So some negative stigma, but I would say honesty 
is is a big one for me. Would you um, would you categorize honesty and integrity in the same? Um, I mean, you could, you could. I would, I would say integrity is 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 more emphasized on um, decision making and situations and um, knowing knowing right from wrong and reliability, reliability and things like that. As where honesty is. Uh, diligence and um, I guess you could put integrity in there as a support to honesty, but honesty is more of just um, you know that 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 it's it's it's, it's a kind of its own thing. Being because, straight up, yeah, it's yeah. straight up. It's it's straight up face value. That's exactly what it is. What, would mm-hmm. you say that with honesty, more like true to yourself? Because mm-hmm. you know, like say for instance, like situations you may need to. I wouldn't say fabricate, but you might need to, you know, be overt with your your answer. You know, like you can't be direct all the time because it might, like you said, your honesty can sometimes be taken as a weakness or sometimes be taken as you're being overbearing. For sure. And, yes. And that and when that happens is the individual that's taken in can only you know, they only can they that's only like can the- kind of quantify that how they can. Sure. So if I don't know, like for me what honesty like I take it as this person has been honest with me majority of the time, right? So I I, I tend to give people that I see as my friend the benefit, the benefit of the doubt, doubt. because because yes. they haven't because they haven't burned you it, majorly or whatever. And, and it all works together. Like all these things work together because now they gain that trust with me. I know this dude. I know this dude, and I know like you know shit happens. You know, like right. I can't really just always we walk a different path. We don't work. We don't walk the same shoes. Yeah. So. I'm gonna give you a benefit of doubt and be like, all right, it is what it is. That's my dude, water in the bridge for the most part. And I think what we're I think in this whole context what we're saying is like once you become that real friend, you get these you you earn these things. Right. You yes. earn that before. Yeah. You earn this trust. Absolutely. Earn, your honesty has got you this this you know, this leeway, but can you abuse it? And yeah. I think that's where you're getting at with the whole tie-in of integrity and honesty being different. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a two-way street. It's it's a it's a self-honesty being honest with yourself, but it's also that 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 it over time gradual earn earn the trust, earn the honesty and get to see that that develop and cultivate over time. Um absolutely that's that's a great that's a great point, Esquire. Um my 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 third one and this one's actually kind of hard um because there's obviously so many other things. Um I would say um I would say for me it's it's very important to be heard um, and to be understood. So I would say genuine understanding um, is is a <clears throat> is a big one for me because easy to say, yeah, I, I get that, and just you know go into your own topics and and just go down another path that um, you want to talk about or just you know brush it under the rug so to speak. But um, the movie Hitch, uh, Will Smith actually says women respond and like it when you listen and respond. Honestly, no homo, that's a big thing too. Like if you if I say, How was your day today, Esquire? And you say Fantastic. Fantastic. What did you do today? Um uh, handle some tasks that I need to get done, some errands, uh pretty much put my whole week in perspective so that I stay focused on the goal. Right. So I could go that two one or two routes. I could say, Oh, that's nice. You know, today I actually uh, play a ball all day and just go down my path. Or I could say, damn, 
what type of task did you do? What, how are you feeling like you're setting up this week? And do you, how does it compare to past week? If I go down that path and actually show common, common interest to go to your point, but genuine understanding, I'm listening and responding that builds rapport, which builds strength, which builds camaraderie. It's going to be an unbreakable bond. So and that's common, a, that's, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, no, no, I'm good. I was just going to say for me, common understanding is a very, very um, important one to me. My third one. No, the thing is, that's kind of a double-edged sword is because, you know, with the average American or the average human being is that's the hardest thing for us to do is listen. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> maybe you, for get, you. You, you go by someone, you walk by someone and you're like, oh, how you doing? Oh, good morning. And they're just like, hey, oh, good morning. Yeah. Or how's your day today? And you actually say you start talking about your day. They look at you like you're crazy. Wait, you just asked me how my day was. <laughs> and so, and so That's true. It's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, because a lot of people don't listen. They're just robotic reactions. Right, right. True that. Yeah, there's a there's a series called uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I don't know if you guys watched Love that. It. Larry David. Larry David. He hates doing uh, stopping chats <laughs> in the hallways. He, hates it. He, he, he will be in a hallway. And he's like, oh, shit, here comes this guy. He knows he's going to stop him and say, hey, Larry, how you doing? And turn around all the way to him to have, a, yeah, to have a full-on conversation. Larry just wants to walk on by him and just say, hey, keep it pushing. <laughs> I definitely get that. I definitely get that. Yes. Just, just elaborate on that. Can we stop water, co- water cooler talk at work? <laughs> hey, I just want to point out, hey, if any of my coworkers are listening, no hard feelings. Just letting you guys know, I don't really care about what you did this weekend. So, just, no, hey, no, no one usually does. This is like you talking about board. the task. Hey, what'd you do this weekend? <laughs> we don't even kick it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do I say that in a nice way? Like, I try to walk away. I'm like, oh, hey, man, good to see you. Let's kill it today. That means it's done, bro. Like, yeah. don't keep going, man. I don't. I don't even know your kids. I don't know your fiance. I don't know your boys. I don't care what you did. <laughs> keep that to yourself. But here's the thing, Esquire. They're trying to get into your inner circle. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want them in my inner circle. <laughs> Wine cooler talk is definitely way too consistent nowadays. It's it is everywhere. It's prevalent. It's strong. It is it honestly it becomes an annoyance because it, it it's like dang are you are you guys ever gonna get get anything done? Are you gonna move on or are we just gonna sit here and just talk about everything that we did between Friday and Sunday night? <laughs> and then that third person, the third party uh, comes in, and then now they want to add in their three cents. I'm like, oh man, this is yeah. I, all, all I want to do is grab a bagel on lunch. <laughs> I just want to ask ask a simple question. That's, that's, that's all that's I wanted. That's Maybe it. some water. That is it. Um, that's interesting. So, okay. Um, honestly, my, my, my next question before we kind of transition to something else is, is, um, do you guys feel like nowadays it's, um, harder to make friends, um, and sustain new friends than it is in the past? Um, and what's the difference between making friends, new friends now versus, you know, back in the day or when we were younger? Um, Pete Floyd, I'll, I'll ask that question to you first. I think for 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 me, it's just about being in the public. Um, mm. For me, because you know, I'm a people's person, I like to you know conversate. I'll smile, throw a smile, see who's smiling at me, and they're like, "Hey, what are you smiling about?" I'm like, "Hey, this is the right day," you know. So it's for me, it's just <laughs> being out in the public. Uh, you know, growing up, 
it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that bad as well. It was the same kind of atmosphere as long as I was in the public or around a group of people. It was kind of easy for me to rub shoulders with everybody. Um, I, right. In this day and age, because of the Internet, I, a lot of people just, you know, kind of go on, go on the Internet and figure they can kind of fish through the Internet to try to find and meet people. But then they end up still have to to meet each other in person. So, you know, it becomes a little bit difficult for people to actually be out because the internet makes it so you can actually be in and, and kind right. of filter through. Because all the information is given to you as such an ease of access, basically. Yes. Right. That's fair. Okay. Esquire, same, same question to you. I mean, I totally agree. I think that when we were coming up, I mean, think about it. We didn't have cell phones. Mm. I mean, we have haters blowing up, blowing up. Blowing <laughs> up. But I mean, uh, we we had to be genuine and creative about how we contacted certain people. I mean, like mm. we all had our num- our all our like our sports our sports numbers was you know our, our monikers on our phones. So I knew like when Floyd was calling me because any number he hit me from, you know, he had he had that he had he had that eleven. Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, okay, I know who that is, and then like stuff like that. I mean, I think that we had to spend more time with each other right. and organize events to be out with each other. Right. Because we had, it wasn't no, con- it wasn't that constant contact. Like I couldn't just go online and see everything that Floyd was talking about that day. Right. Like I had to call him and be like, Hey, what's up? You know, right. like, what, what really happened? And then he tell me a story and I got to call Bob. Right. I got, you know, I got to right. call, I got to call Wick, you know, right. like, I got to call you. I got like stuff like that. You got to piece it all together. You got to piece it all together. And it, I think that what it did, it made all of us really understand our own personalities and let us all be individuals, mm. which I don't really think that happens anymore this day because, I mean, you can create your whole life on Instagram. Yeah. You don't have to be legit, but you can. Absolutely. Like, we couldn't fake it. Like, either you was that dude. Or you wasn't. Or people going to see you and be like, I ain't that dude. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's the guy. That ain't him. He didn't do any of those things. Right, but you can get you can be online, and your presence can be something that you're really not. And I think that what that does is convolutes yes. the authenticity of the relationship. Mm. So you never really know what you're getting, and you know, I mean, I mean, like a tested this. Like one of our buddies came up with like this plan. He's like, I'm gonna write down ten numbers. We're during the game, gonna hand them all out to all these different girls he pointed out. <laughs> now, not the, he wasn't the brightest bulb, but his idea was genius because 30%, you give your number 10 girls, three of them is gonna contact you. Oh, absolutely. It's a numbers game. A numbers game. And it freaking worked. So we, we're having to meet all these girls from like Tawalatin, Beaverton, all these places we never really went only to play like sports. The rare areas. The rare areas. And we didn't can contact those people on a regular basis because it was no social media yeah so so there was more adventure behind so now we have all this adventure we're hanging out with the tawalities we're hanging out with the bb's and like we all beat up and like we got to experience all these things together and like our lifelong bond is like it's unbreakable i mean like i i I can say honestly that i had i've laughed more in my life than i've cried and it's partly because i built with these guys absolutely so i totally think it's a lot tougher to build those kind of relationships out. so it's just so social media is is definitely the the cause of that of that stagnation and that that basically that that knoll that having a genuine or real friendship creating a genuine or real friendship from the beginning it, it, it is, is the reason behind that um i think uh 
when when it comes time, if you take social media, let's say you don't have a social media though. Let's say you have no Facebook, no Instagram, no Snapchat, maybe not even a LinkedIn, which actually LinkedIn is phenomenal. It's I great. Totally it's totally it's probably the best social media out there if you're in business and you're business minded. But we'll talk business on another episode. Um, if you have no social media, do you go back to the original way? And if you do go back to the original way of contacting people, writing a letter, send, calling them on the phone, are you going to have any followers? Are you going to have any success with that? Are you going to be the only one last man standing? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I also am a firm believer of face-to-face. And Absolutely. let's say, for instance, if I'm out trying to rope some investors, right, and I'm going to some type of, you know, nice setting with, you know, a lot of rich people, they're going to want to see me face-to-face and talk to me face-to-face versus talk to, talking to me online. Right. So it all depends if, you, if you're, what, you know, what you're looking to do. You can go into any type of setting that, you know, is meant for you to be speaking with people, depending on if right. it's for meeting women or it's for meeting clients for investors purposes. So it's situational. If you're at a network, yeah. if you're if you're at a networking event, it's probably going to be more more beneficial for you to have that face to face interaction versus if you're looking to create event, a party, a birthday party, or something like that. You're probably going to want to have some type of social media engagement because you're going to cover a wide more a, a more wide range of people, a bigger audience. That's correct. Right? Totally okay. Agree. Okay. I mean, like. It depends on exactly what you're trying to do. Like, totally. I know people that have, like, 2,000 friends on Facebook. Yeah. But in real life, you'd be like, hey, let's go. Can you call a couple of buddies? Let's go all go out. And they right. can't get nobody to come out. They can't get nobody. <laughs> <laughs> useless, in my opinion, at that yeah, point. Totally useless. But online, their presence is huge. That's yes. <laughs> and so, totally, I think that the individual makes that happen. I think right. That. So, in your instance, Floyd, like, you totally are a people person. And no matter what setting you're in, your presence will be felt. And it's like certain people just have that that persona that it doesn't really matter. But for the most part, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to dis- respectfully disagree. I just think that we can't go back to that. And <laughs> I personally wouldn't want to because I have, I like to think that I know how to use social media to benefit me. I can definitely reach <laughs> way more than I could at any time well, of course. I mean, you can reach people around the world on the internet versus, you know, going to fly in 18 hours to go meet someone named Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I, I, it would be more I, fun, I, though. I totally agree. You can definitely reach more people online. But as far as that, you can still... I wouldn't want to go back to the olden days either. You know, I can actually remember back in the olden days, I had 20 numbers I can remember. Today, I can remember one. Mine. <laughs> so, I, I don't... I, I don't want to go back to old ways. The smartphones have made me dumb. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, knowledge is power. Maybe you should put, pick up a book every now and then. <laughs> well, well, that's not that's not the case. Because I do read. That is not the case. It's, it's remembering hey, the numbers. Shout out to Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, iPhone is a must. All right. So, yes. all right. So, all, all in all, to, to kind of wrap it up, um, Real Friends has many many different values. Everyone has different core values. Um, of what they believe uh, a real friend consists of. Main thing is when you have one, do everything that you can, unless they're burning you, unless they're doing you wrong, or disrespecting your family, or even disrespecting you and your name. Do everything you can to hold on to them. So 
I, that's that's great insight, fellas. So moving along, following the yellow brick road, um, friends with benefits. This is uh, this is an interesting one because some women like it, some women don't. Some dudes like it, some dudes don't. Uh, all in all, majority of the people that I know uh, that have, that have attempted to have a friends with benefits, um, they actually enjoy it. Obviously. Um, as long as it's a mutual playing field. But for the record, Esquire, what is friends with benefits? Uh, or what, what is your definition of friends with benefits? My definition of friends with benefits is someone who spends significant time with a, another person. We're just going to keep it open. Okay. Uh, and they have built rapport and consider themselves friends and talk about different aspects of their life and hang out in different aspects of their life. But they have decided to take that platonic, cerebral relationship and make it physical. <laughs> and that could be various ways, but for the context of what we're talking, we're going to talk about smashing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work. Uh, oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm going to let Versa go ahead and take that one. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it, Floyd. Floyd, you, Floyd, you, you said, does it work? Yeah, I'm. A, are you, are you, are you, are you asking me, does it work? I'm, or asking, do you want I'm to... asking you guys. Do you think that that friends with benefits works? I, I think, I think, I think it all depends on how you approach it. I think uh, if you go in there guns blazing and you've built up no rapport, and or maybe they'll say you built up two weeks of rapport. And real, all, real rapport, fake rapport. Uh, let's call it real rapport. Okay. She can't tell if it's fake or real. Let's put it that way. But you're not, you're not out to get her, yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you build up that rapport, and you guys are hitting it off or whatever. And um, all of a sudden, you slip it in, or she lets you, or she, something happens, and now you got you're like shit. Okay, I've, I've crossed the line. We've crossed the line. But where do we go from here? So you don't just go cold turkey and call it off. I think if you set it up right and you have the conversation after that and you're like, hey, let's, you know, let's continue this or whatever and let's make sure that this doesn't stop. Um, but I'm not looking for nothing. If she's good with that and she's continuing the same route and there's no expectations and the feelings don't get too deep, hell yeah, I think it works. Okay. So now that I've been amused on that, I'm firm believer on that it's a thousand percent does not work. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why it doesn't work. Because the man species and the woman species are two different species. The man can go on and on and on having that rapport and just keeping it happy jolly. The woman with too much rapport gets those things called feelings and emotions. Those feelings and emotions take over that whole body. That whole body, nothing that that lady can do. And then that's where that problem lies. Because when the emotions are brought into that type of a relationship, then that's when that fork in the road comes in and then they make you make a decision. Hey, we need to be a couple or we need to end this because 
this is I can't keep doing this. <laughs> whatever, yeah, that whatever this whatever is. This is yes. <laughs> so okay, so we're not talking all women. Obviously, we're talking a general a general consensus of women. But Correct. but but for just for shits and giggles, I mean, you you have to you have to think to yourself though that they don't you think that there's a certain threshold or a certain point in which you can notice when their emotions are getting too high and that it, the guy has time to get out? Well, here's the think- thing, though, is why not cut it off at the beginning? Because it might be bomb. She might be bomb. Yeah, but, but you know, eventually it's going to be caught. Those, those emotions are going to be caught. So when is it enough? Everyone has, every woman has a different threshold. So how do you know what's enough? That's a very tough question and not easily answered. I mean, <laughs> we're guys, so it's always going to be visceral, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you are hanging out, she's cool chick. Like, you guys got hella things in common. Like, even hang out with her sometimes more than your boys. Be like, man, I'm going to go to movies with so-and-so and skip them. <laughs> I mean, like, they, they ain't the ones tonight. And then, like, <laughs> you totally you totally have put her in the friend zone and you cool with, like, her doing what she do. You guys are talking about relationships. It's that time, man. Like she comes through, you know, you're emotional too. I mean, we, we, we have our times, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she comes over, she brings over some wine. You guys listen to cuts and shit, and you're just chilling. And she's bad. And you just like it happens. A kiss or that touch and that leg in between your legs. Yeah, and then you pull out old, let me just put the tip in. And then like <laughs> and then once that happens. You're not gonna pull back. I mean, no. no guy is gonna pull back from that. And anyone that says they are is literally lying. And <laughs> that goes back to the whole honesty thing. We'll, we'll we'll let that go for a moment. But I that's why I think that it can work for a small amount of time. But overall, I'm gonna have to agree with people on this one. You're probably gonna end up in failure. <laughs> and, and I mean, I I have I can give you tons of examples that. I tried to do that, and I actually had a really good woman that was my friend that I ruined our relationship by going over that threshold, and we don't even talk anymore. The timeline threshold, or the got it, got you know, got it, smash, friend, oh, smash. The friends like, of benefits. Yeah, I got it. I think about it. I even thought about like what you said before about pulling back, but it's too late. And then like once you hit it once, you guys be like, all right, that was just a one-time thing. And then you go back. Happened, you guys are kicking it. It's late night. You do it again. Or yeah, it's easy. Like, it's oh, we can handle this. We know each other. It's all good. Yeah. And someone will catch feelings. It's not always a woman, though. Yeah, yeah it's true. So, someone true. will catch feelings. But majority of the time it is, but it's not always a woman. And I just and, think that. And it does work, too, if you can keep it to a bare minimum. But then again, if you keep it <laughs> to a bare minimum, you never, what? all your meeting is their representative, anyways. Yeah, but what is the bare minimum? Yeah, what anything to me? To me, to me, you know how I how I view it is, you know, one was we're both excited. Two was okay. Shoot, you know, I gotta, I gotta, it's it's gotta get you back for a third, three times. You're out. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the three times that's like the cutoff as you don't go back no more after that. So. I, I think after the third time. You know, it's it's the feelings because of how much time you guys are talking, 
to even get up to the third time. Yeah. The time you're spending together. It's becoming too much. So after that third time, it's you're crossing into gray areas. Man, I'm going to go on the limb and say maybe we should just leave it at two. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, I was gonna, three might be a little, yeah, three might be a little much, dude. Three, I think. three is the amount. I think I think two two is good. I, I just think that what it comes down to is the main the main topic, the main the main piece about it is that once once you get to that that second time, it's like you you already you already know that it was good the first time. That's why you're back a second time. So that at, at that point, the guy, myself, or whoever it is, they should know. Okay, this 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 needs this needs to be it because you you've already you're back for seconds. You weren't supposed to be back. You was y'all ain't even supposed to be in it on the first time. But the fact that you did, it's like shit. Okay, let me just get one more, and then I got to be out. The problem here's the kicker though. Here's the kicker. What if she says? There, she's not gonna have. She, there isn't gonna be any substance to it. What if she's she's the one that put you in the friend zone before you even have the opportunity? That could be. That is that can, is that a dangerous game? It is a yeah. dangerous game because I mean, if you if you that brings me back to your point. Like we first started talking, like is it fake rapport or real rapport? So I come in with fake rapport. I'm just playing a role so I can get most as much maximum time with you. Find out all the things you like. And become that dude that you see fit to tap that ass. And if that's the case, it was never authentic from the start. Right. And if she put me in the friend zone, I'm probably gonna resent her and be like, oh well, there's no string, there's, there's no attachment. Then, good. And then I'm gonna hit, and then if it's bammer and I don't feel that I should go back for a second case, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna di- distance myself anyway. And then she's gonna hate me. It's gonna be even worse than it possibly could have been from the start. Yeah. Huh. So. Huh. It all depends to me if it's fake or real rapport. Like, I mean, if I'm in it to really be your friend, that's when the emotion's really gonna tie. It's gonna really, really be like, it could be really, really like amazing and then really bad. But the other way always ends really, really bad quickly. How do you make that transition? And here's here's the part that in the past I've actually struggled with because I've had these 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 women too. I've had these friends where, you know. Uh, we'll we'll be super cool for for a, a little bit of time, and then one of us will cross that line. And all of a sudden, we can't hang out anymore for whatever reason. So, when do you? How do you make that transition into? How do you make that transition into uh, becoming just friends again? Is it is it possible to make that transition out of it, or do you guys just have to go cold turkey and say, "Nah, we can't talk. We can't see each other. Guy, cut each other off. Guy, delete your number. Don't 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 look me up no more. That's it." It's it's got to be a cutoff just to get those get, just to get those emotions out the way. You know, would you say say it, say, it, say it one more time? They it, it has to be it has to be a cutoff, you know, just to get those emotions out the way. Um, I think that you know the per, the the woman is going to have to go find somebody else to to keep her busy, and you know the guy usually can go find himself keeps himself busy, but the emotions are too high for the woman. That she needs to go find somebody else to occupy her time to get over, and even vice versa. Esquire, you agree with that? You just the, the transition is you just go cold turkey, and they that you just got to cut it off completely, and y'all just go separate ways as if y'all never met. No, no, and I can honestly say from experience, I wish that it didn't happen like that. Right, because I didn't really. That's not what I wanted, and. 
I was, I mean, I felt like because of that, like, like what Floyd said, the feelings happened to be from her side of it. Right. And I didn't want to lose that person as a friend or as a sexual partner. Mm. So the greed inside, I, I faked it. I was like, okay, well, yeah, I feel that way. <laughs> but the reality is I really didn't feel that way. And I really just was in it for the moment. Right. And what I was doing was ruining a really good relationship over time. And it made her resent me and we never talked again. Damn. So I personally wouldn't want to see someone go through the cold turkey. Right. If that's not what they both want to do. Right. But they have to establish that from the beginning. Yeah. And it wasn't established. I don't, it's a tough But even, but here's the thing though, too, is it could be established at the beginning. You guys understand those emotions, when they start running high, it clouds the brain. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That's, there's there's a lot of truth in that, and that's that's both ways. That's in the dude's that's in the dude's psyche and in the woman's. Oh psyche. yes, I mean some guys, some some buddies that I even know, you know, that I'm like, man, that dude's a player. What he doing over in the bushes looking out? <laughs> you know, it is those emotions. He had those emotions. He care to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> simp mm. over a girl yeah over a woman mm. uh i think that that happens to i mean i i mean i know dudes who are just ironclad too and what do, you, what do you mean by ironclad they can be in like a messed up relationship the girl can be doing some shicey things and they just be like hey they keep that same energy that they've been talking about for years and just dip uh even when emotions run, it, it, no one needed to go back and fix that. Right. Yeah. I'm flapping. No one was in the wrong in the first place. <laughs> yeah, this, it's always uh, it's always a reaction to your action. Right. And you can tell them, like, bro, I think that, you know, you might want to try to mend that. They'd be like, nah. Ever. And it's dip. Right. And then I've also seen dudes behind the scenes start hating on other people and crying. When they should have just came to the dude himself, like, man, hey, that hurts, bro. Right. Like like you said, like, honesty sometimes doesn't mean integrity. And you really wish that that person would have kept their integrity and been like, hey, you know what? That's faulty, bro. Right. Because majority of the time, you could have probably fixed it with a conversation. Yep. It just oh, yeah. Just go to the source. Just go to the source. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, then the emo- emotions make you cry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, <laughs> It, it, any 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 lasting thoughts on on either of the two topics tonight? Real friends um, or friends with benefits? A lot of a lot to a lot to digest uh, right now. But any any lasting thoughts from from you, Pete Floyd? No, I just think it was you know a pretty good topic. Uh, again, you know all, all my guys that I hang around with has been been with me for you know at least eighteen years, um, and it's it's just like we've you know we've we're brothers, you know, it's, it's well, they know me in and out. I know them in and out. And, you know, it's just keeping it real with each other and, you know, having each other's back. Right. Right. Okay. Pretty solid. Esquire. Um, with the real friends, I want to leave it as you are the average of your five best friends. Mm. So always strive to keep yourself around people that push you to be better. 
I mean, if you're the smartest person in your friends, add in somebody else that's smarter than you. Mm. Flat out. I mean, your friends should always keep you sharp, keep you sharp, keep you grounded, let you know that you are not the greatest. And when you are doing something good, they should praise you. I think that you should be around a group that lets mm. you be you as an individual. And I really, I really hope that whoever's listening to this podcast can find friends like I have because I have brothers. I mean, I, can, I mean, I like you said, I, I cannot talk to these guys for like five, six years. I mean, hey, come through. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm walking into, I'm grabbing, walking right. in the fridge, right. I'm doing whatever I want. Right, yeah. that's vice versa. And right. I mean, I can't, I can't, I couldn't pick a better group. So, hey, to everyone out there, man, find you some real friends. And on the last topic. Before I pass it back to you, Versa, no, you can't have friends with benefits. <laughs> P-Foy told you a thousand percent correctly. We've given you examples. We've told you scenarios. I poured my heart out. No. There you have it. So I, I'm i going to second off that one uh, on the real friends piece. I actually have the privilege of having two very distinct groups of, of friends that obviously I call my brothers too. One has got me by you know, nine, nine, 10 years, they're, they're brothers. They know who they are. I've, I've seen them, you know, fuck up. I've seen them mess up. I've seen them succeed. So I know exactly what to do and what not to do from them. And they know it's all love. And then I got my group over here. That's a little bit closer to my age. Maybe some of them are a couple, a couple of years younger. Um, and they watching me kind of do the same thing, but um, I, I just want to, I just want to make sure that they know exactly how to avoid um, negativity and, and fake people and, and recognize um, you know, true when they see it and be around and want to stay around true and build off that um, because it's rare to find these days. Um, and on the second topic, um, personally, I, I'm undecided. I, I think I think it can work, but you guys brought up some very valid points tonight that make me think that it can't. I think I think those emotional, I think those emotions just they roller coaster out of control too much. So it's very possible that it doesn't work. But um, regardless. Uh, great stuff tonight, fellas. Appreciate y'all being on. I'm a, I'm definitely gonna have Esquire have have you back on again. And Pete Floyd, you're always welcome to. Um, yes. But but people, it's uh it's been real with y'all. Y'all have a great week. And remember always, be strong, get strong, and stay strong. Peace.